Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Technocast. It is brought to you by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. My name is Joe Gall. I am a uh, three-star MCO here in Florida. Uh, today I want to talk to you about the new notary waiver. MPOS users already know about the new notary waiver. Those of us getting ready for MPOS transition know it's coming. Those of us like me haven't seen it yet, but I'm reading up as much as I can on the source, on the source and getting ready for it. I'm learning how to speed up the process, which is the worst part. I know it has been a pain in the ass for MPOS people, but it appears that we're stuck with it. A simple sale has become a process, but isn't it ironic that they have to sign our contract before we can sign theirs? But what is its purpose? It's basically a waiver. It's a, it's yet another whole harmless waiver to keep um, UPS and home office away from the courtroom. Customers already sign a waiver with our PSOs, and that covers the shipping profit center. Now the notary profit center is covered by this waiver. <clears throat> I'm guessing that there won't be a fax waiver or a scanning waiver or a copying waiver anytime soon. Maybe someday customers will have to sign a blanket waiver upon entering our store. That's not really a joke because two of my customers recently slipped and fell outside my store, but they're not suing me, they're suing my landlord. Uh, so home office and UPS can't keep going to court for some illegal or close to illegal stuff that happens in our stores. You know, case in point, I, I personally was sued last year um, by a guy who claimed damage on a sculpture that I packed and shipped for him. He declared it was $10,000, but he only paid $4,000 for it. But we declared it for ten anyway. It supposedly was slightly damaged in shipping. You know, He wasn't satisfied with a $4,000 claim, the amount that UPS offered, because that's how he proved value. Suddenly the value increased to 27,000, then again to 84,000, as he found you know, similar sales by the same artist around the world. UPS, of course, denied the claim, and then suddenly I was sued for 84,000, but UPS and UPS Store Inc. were also named in the lawsuit. It didn't take long for the attorneys at UPS and the UPS Store Inc. Uh, to be furious at me for having them named in the suit. You know, I didn't do it, it wasn't my fault. But you know, I called BFIA and they covered my end, but I had to uh, put all the three attorneys together to talk and find out who was covering what. And that took way too much of my time. But I knew I wasn't at fault and had nothing um, was coming out of my pocket, so I just put it out of my mind. You know, a year later, I found out that the case was settled for $27,000. Uh, a guy pays 4000 and gets twenty seven. Not a bad deal, right? Uh, I have no idea if my business insurance paid for it or if UPS ponied up for it. You know, it did, did cost me a $500 deductible. Um for you know, a year of going back and forth, which had nothing to do with me. You know, frankly, I don't care. I don't. I do know that that scumbag took advantage of me, UPS Store Inc. and um, UPS. They settled instead of going to court, which would have cost more than twenty-seven thousand, I imagine. You know, imagine all the lawsuits that they have to go through for all the stores. And this was just mine. I heard that this new waiver um, was because there were some ongoing lawsuits for some stores that were overcharging for notaries. They're charging uh, more than the state allows. You know, I also heard that some stores were robo-notarizing blank documents. That's also a big no-no. But what could go wrong with that? You might as well ship uh, guns and drugs. Basically, UPS doesn't want to go to court. They want your customer to go to arbitration instead. I'm going to quote a post from Warren on the source because he explained it uh, so well, much better than I could. And here it goes. I quote, So the, the waiver basically says, we give up our right to sue, and any dispute will go to arbitration. Of course, no one reads that or even remembers that's, that they signed it. So the 
their attorney starts a lawsuit and TUPSS Inc. and UPS Inc. file motions to, to dismiss because the customer agrees to arbitration, unless the amount sought is less than 30000 and it is being heard in small claims court. Well, if the customer sues TUPSS Inc. and UPS Inc. in small claims court, they will claim jurisdictional issues and get themselves severed from the case, leaving the franchise hanging. Also, if it goes to arbitration, the franchisee has to pay their share for the arbitrator. Sure, some court may rule that because it's a contract of adhesion and the terms are not reasonable and customary that the case can go forward. But TUPSS Inc. and UPS Inc. will appeal that. So suddenly, with the deep pockets shielding themselves, it becomes more attractive to just go after the franchisee. Well, guess who that is? That's us. But we all have deep pockets too, right? Well, the good news is, well, unquote for Warren, um, the good news is for me that in my 25 years of being a notary and doing thousands upon thousands of notaries, I've been sued only only once. You know, that was 24 years ago. Apparently a guy gave me a fake ID and had me notarize a uh, quick claim deed. Nothing happened. You know, he was caught with that fake ID and I was exonerated. Uh, I've been to probate course to probate court twice for someone contesting wills, but that's it. You know, I'm not going to worry about any arbitration now or in the future. What I will worry about is speeding up this workflow to get these people rung up and out of my store. And I'm still on Java, so I, I really can't see what I have to do yet. Nobody asks about the PSO and what they're signing there. You know, if they did, I, I bet many people wouldn't sign it or at least think that you're pulling a fast one on them. But that PSO has saved my ass more than once. You got that address wrong, but you signed it right here. That It was correct here, right? Problem solved. You didn't tell me about that declared value. But you signed that it was up worth up to $100 right here, right? Problem solved. Perishables? Nope. You signed right here that you knew about the policy. So many stores are using the new tablets to speed up the process. You can't ring it up without putting a name and phone number on the fields. I mean, that part for now is optional. You know, side note, I wonder where that data goes. I suppose you could uh, do the waiver first, suspend the transaction, then resume the transaction, and then ringing up the notary. I don't know if that actually speeds things up, though. You know, question was raised that what happens if you already do the notary and go to ring it up and then they refuse to sign the waiver? Oops, no waiver, no pay. Then what? Should they just write refused on it or, you know, Mickey Mouse or something? It doesn't help you legally, but at least you get paid. Right now, it's just an awkward process that needs to improve. The best workflow suggestion came from Tom. Uh, He's an association member down here in South Florida. And I quote, we have a center management in Chrome open for mailboxes and the waiver version open through CMS at the same time. No real issues though, although sometimes you have to close them out to reopen it because they get stuck. We have our staff get the waiver done before the notary comes up to the tablet or PSO or POS. I don't worry too much about multiple signers or which waiver belongs to which customer. All I care about is that we have a waiver to use so we can ring them up. Center management can be accessed on any browser, but you can only access the new waiver link in the from the POS or the HQ provided uh, tablet. That's a new thing we just got. You can all this. You can also do this on a laptop or tablet, and not tie up your POS. I know Tom has been working with uh, MPOS for more than a year now. He's in my area and has been uh, very active in helping out many other owners who are adjusting to this new uh, changeover. Thank you, Tom. Uh, whatever you have to do to make the process go faster you know right now it is notary notary season you know all the kids are going back to school and needing those uh, sports forms signed 
So right now I'm glad I'm not on uh, MPOS yet. <clears throat> but I'm doing about 20 notaries a day. And another issue that I heard uh, is that every signer needs to sign their own waiver. All that does is slow down the process even more. So basically figure out your workflow uh, and get your five second explanation why they need to not read it and sign anyway. It works for the PSOs. Most people don't pay attention or care enough to read it. Like I said earlier, if I had, if I've only been sued once for thousands of notaries, so don't do anything stupid and you'll never have to worry about getting sued. So keep on reading the source or wherever you have to do um, to see what others are doing. I mean, they're figuring it out, making it faster. You know, a few seconds are the biggest deal to, you know, get people in and out of your store. You know, that's been my best source of information. Um, I read the ORGs, and I'm really not a member of Connect, so I don't know what's going on over there. You know, luckily, I have a Tom and a few other cool owners in my area that I can always reach out to. <clears throat> well, that's my take on the new notary waiver. You know, it is a big deal because it slows us down, but not a big deal for something to worry about getting sued or arbitration or whatever it's going to be. So thanks again for listening. Uh, good luck out there, and be safe.